What's up? It's Adam Kovnatsky, English to Mike Saffold podcast. Shema, si to Adam Kovnatsky, suhachi do Michael Saffold fucking podcast. Will Rosinski, you listen to the Mike Saffold podcast. Will, finally coming to a podcast. Yep. My soon-to-be brother-in-law doesn't come to a podcast, and yet you come. <laughs> yeah, my brother's a busy guy. Well, you know what? Former professional boxer. I actually wanted you on the podcast. When oh, I was somebody? No, 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 because I didn't know you when you were then. But now I meet you. I meet you at, like, family parties, so it's, like, weird. Like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Let me hear your thoughts about Wilder Fury last night. That was a clear, easy decision for Fury. Um, I had it 9-3. to three. I think I thought uh, Wilder won the second. The ninth, I think, when he knocked him down, and obviously the twelfth, and even the twelfth was close. It was a disgusting knockdown, but Wilder came back, hurt him back, and actually fought his way back. It was almost an even round. It could have been a nine-nine round. So it wasn't definitely automatic knockdown, even though it was a brutal knockdown. It automatically wasn't ten-eight, was it? No, it never is. Um, for the most part, it's usually a ten-eight round if you get knocked down. But if a guy comes back and and fights his way back. It could be a 9-9 round. There's no reason for that. I mean, I don't think it was a 9-9 round, but I would say I'd give a wild to three rounds. The second, the, I think, what was the eighth? Yeah, eighth or ninth round when you knocked eighth him down. Eighth or ninth and the twelfth. You had, didn't you have a controversial decision? Yeah, uh, back in 2012. And who was that against? Edwin Rodriguez. Uh, and it wasn't was, one of the, if, I, if I'm correct, I think I read it or something, wasn't one of the scores like, like 100 to 90? Like it wasn't even close? No, 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 no. All three scores were 100 to 90, which made it was a biggest slap in the face. So you know what? I the only good part that came out of that I had a, I I got a couple fans from that fight because people kind of like on the you know people tend to be on your side. They're like, are you are you fucking kidding me? This kid just lost ten rounds to not ten to nothing, and I thought he probably pu- might have pulled it out, you know. So people kind of get on your side with that, which was good, but. Well, did it, last night, is there any chance it helped Fury a little bit? Like, they say Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame kind of helps him a little bit. That's like his shtick. Fury last night, he loses. He's gracious in – well, it was a draw. He's gracious in his draw. He has all the fans singing, like, bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Do, does that build up his fan base and help him out a lot, or is it just still sucks? Yeah, definitely, no. And now more people who had no idea who Tyson Fury was or thought he was the guy with maybe some mental issues, drug problems, obesity – not maybe. He, he admitted <laughs> to that very openly. <laughs> he was very proud of that. Hey, now you were like a legit accomplished boxer. You won Golden Gloves how many times? Four. Oh, not five? No. Oh, then hold on. Yeah, just, I'm, let me, yeah I'll edit you out. I don't I'm s- not that good. And then you fought Kelly Pavick. Uh-huh. Like, and you know, you probably know this. You were his last fight. So essentially you kind of – I retired him pretty you much. You kind of – because that was his last fight. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's well, wild, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think uh, – I mean, obviously I didn't retire him. But I think uh, he was looking to fight Ward – and I was kind of like, uh, he was building his career. I was kind of one of his guys he was staying busy with. And then uh, he wanted to fight Ward, and that fight kind of fell through. But I, I took my shot. I, could, I thought I could have beat Kelly Pavlik. And where did you fight before Mountain Cali? Yeah, and then uh, Carson, Home Depot Center, I think. I don't remember. I'm shot. All of Adams, who stays guest, fights have been local. Barkley Center, I think he fought out in Huntington. Going away, positives or negatives? Like Go- fighting somewhere else? Because he's a Brooklyn guy now. If you fight somewhere else, is that a positive or negative? When you fought out in Cali, did you like it? I loved it, but you, it is different because, I mean, Adam has a decent fan base now, and I think guys will follow him out to California if he were to go there. But, you know, I didn't have a fan base like that where people were going to follow me, fly across the country to, to come watch me fight. I think he would, so I think it, would, it wouldn't make a difference for him. If he goes overseas, that's a different story. To Poland, that's where he should well, fight. Well, yeah. Then, then. What was your final professional record? 19-3. and three. Three losses were to Kelly Pavlik. Kelly Pavlik, 
Edwin Rodriguez, and Joe Smith. What was your record when you fought Rodriguez? 14-0. So that, that fight could have kind of like derailed your career a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think it was both a big fight for both of them. He was 17-0, I was 14-0. So it was kind of a, a big deal for both. You know, that, in that point of both of our careers, it was, it was a big deal. Both undefeated. And also, he ended up getting the ward fight soon after that. I mean, he, he fought in a little tournament and won, but then he got a ward fight for, I think, a million dollars. Chris Algieri, mutual friend of ours. Just fought two nights ago at Huntington. Yep. He had a two-year break. Now you've been out of the game for a while. Do you ever have the itch to ever get back in it? Every day. Do you really? Yeah. Like you want to get back into it? I do. I want to get back into it for the training aspect. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the f- actually fighting, which sound, sounds kind of stupid, but it's just, you know, you're, you're at a different level when you're training for boxing. So, but it's just tough with children those and kids responsibilities. Ruin, those, no, those kids ruin everything. Seriously. <laughs> I don't want to say all that, but... No, no, of course not, because your wife's going to listen to it. Yeah, she might. Who gave you the nickname Power? I'm always fascinated by people's nicknames. I don't know. It kind of just... Did you like it? Yeah, I was into it. Really? I think, you know, I wasn't... The ironic part, I wasn't known to be, like, some big puncher, so... I think it was the willpower because I was known to be aggressive. Oh, willpower. Shit, okay. I I didn't even think about... Oh, man. That's what it is, then? Yeah, it was more willpower (laughs) as opposed to punching power. I feel absolutely ridiculous now because I'm like, Will, why would his nickname be Power? <laughs> yeah, that's the reason and why. And you don't know who gave it to you? I don't remember. It was more in the amateurs. I, I have no idea. Probably some guy in the gym just threw it out there, and I just stuck with it. And the training process. Because I talked to Adam about it, and I actually I have to apologize because I gave him shit last time because he doesn't look like a heavyweight fighter, doesn't look like he has endurance or stamina, and yet he looked great, doesn't look like he gets tired. But I seen pictures of you. You were shredded. Like, How was your training schedule when you diet like back then? It was terrible terrible in a good way but it was two sometimes two days usually six days a week strength and conditioning running boxing everything everything you can think of and what about diet wise uh i was you know my strength and conditioning coach he believed in i didn't eat like crazy meals i I stuck to a lot of protein shakes and stuff to try to keep my calories as low as i can and stuff like that, but it, I don't know, he was like the brains behind all that stuff. So I didn't know you would miss it still, because a lot of guys who I, after they fight, like, oh, I'm done with it now. When you watch it, you get like, after watching a fight last night, does it make you want to get in the gym and like, spar and stuff? I, I got in the gym this morning. Really? It motivated you? Yeah, a little bit. Really? Yeah. That's fucking cool. Are you excited to meet Adam? Yeah, I know Adam. How do you know him? Boxing. Amateur. We were in the amateurs together. Have you met him before? I know Adam well. Oh, that's not that fun. And my last name's Rosinski, so people think I'm Polish. So yeah. they think we're cool. <laughs> my last name's Safosnik, so when I was in Poland, I'm like, yeah, I'm Polish. Big <laughs> sexy, what up? When you said you knew each other, I didn't know you actually really knew each other. Like, I thought it was like, oh, yeah, I know him, I know him. This is the Polish last name. fun before in, uh... You just fought each other? No, no. No, was, now we can now, maybe. Maybe I'm fought not, in a, like a national tournament in Tennessee. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And we got eliminated. So, uh, you, you both lost? Yeah. So I'm sitting here with two losers at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose, what? I don't remember that. Yeah, so it's not money one. And, and you were out, so we were fucking with the guys, like the little guys, got drunk, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were doing that, like, <laughs> James Bond shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you guys really doing? You could have shot, man. So last night, I text him. I'm like, dude, I'm excited for tomorrow. He writes back, who's this? And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to cancel. I have no one to show up to at the restaurant. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Chill. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. 
I know a lot of boxers don't like doing a lot of press and stuff, especially at two months out. So I'm like, you know what? I got to think outside the box. Let me find a Polish restaurant that's going to cook local Polish food. I text you. You've never texted back so quick. You're like, I'll be there in two minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> any day, any time, we're going to eat and talk. I'm good. Yeah. Polish food is the best. So. <laughs> All right. Let's get right to it. Thoughts on Fury Wilder last night? Good fight. Uh, I thought Fury definitely outboxed him for most of the fight, but uh, the two knockdowns were uh, yeah, that's what made it a draw. Because if you look at it point-wise, that's 2016 in two rounds. So, so you weren't outraged with the decision of the fight? I mean, I thought Fury out, outboxed him. We had a couple close rounds, which you could have gave to Wilder, right? Yeah. So as soon as it's seven five. Will? I totally disagree. Completely, right? Yeah. Because if you do the math, I mean, I, like I said, I had a nine rounds of three, pretty much a fury. Two, if you give two rounds a 10-8, you're just giving them, you're just taking away two more points. It's still like a 115-111 score in favor of a fury. That one judge, 115-110 Wilder, that was ridiculous. Well, like she had, or he had the first four rounds, 10-9 in, in favor of Wilder. How can you give Wilder the first four rounds? Adam, speaking of last night's fight, Joe Joyce at his press conference kind of called you out. What was your response on Twitter? Because it was one of the greatest responses ever. Joe Joyce fights last night on the Wilder Fury pay-per-view at the press conference, said he wants someone like you or someone like that. What was your response to him? I said, uh, copying Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you have seven fights, man. Just getting back. You're just coming to New York, uh, to the States. And now you want to like, call guys out, man. Like, earn your spot. Who is he? I don't know. You don't know who he is either? I, mean, I saw him last night. Like He's a fucking Robocop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time you have the fight, can I come over? Because spending $80 on a fight, I had to watch it on my laptop because I was too cheap to oh, buy $80. Where would you watch it? <laughs> uh, so uh, Polish people have uh, this, these Polish boxes. Okay. And Polish, pe- Polish TV bought out the rights. So I <laughs> Polish TV. Wait, so it was free? <laughs> yeah. So he did the same thing as you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, we're, so we're both really cheap. I'll pay for my Polish TV. How much is it? I'll take 30 bucks a month. Oh, no, I can't afford that. Next time, what I'll do, I'll call you, FaceTime me, and just leave it against the, the TV. Is I that cool? I was doing that with my friend because there was, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was uh, a May fight early that day in Poland. Okay. And I just like made it to the last fight. And I was like, yo, I'm not going to pay 11 bucks for one fight. Like, yo, just fa- his face to him, and he was just watching the fight that way. You just got back from Poland? Yeah, a month ago, two months ago. Hanging out with the Polish president? Yeah, that was here, actually. I was in New York. Oh, was it? What'd you yeah. do out? What'd you do out in the motherland? Uh, we just came out, and it ended up being like hundred interviews, media, going to schools. It was nice. Was it planned? You going out there, or? Well, me planning. Yes, I was supposed to go there to get some business, but uh, once like people found out I was there, it was like, yo, came to meetings, 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 and I visited like oh, I visited like the whole east side of Poland. Like what towns? What cities were you like, in? Like well, my town, Womża. Then I went to the Polish Italy game in Hozhov. Sakopane, Krakow, and Warsaw. How big are you out there? Huge. So if people hung out with you, do they get your... Because I know a lot of girls in Poland must love you. If you go down there with some other guys, they might get your, like, leftovers a little bit? Probably, yeah. Probably. Thank God I'm taking, Will's taking. Me too. I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to edit all this out. So wait, you met the president out here? Yes, they had something like a Polish um, embassy and... Does that blow your mind still, or are you not enjoying the ride? Like, you come here to Poland, you're seven years old. Now you're meeting the Polish president. You sign an autograph. They're holding up pictures. Does that blow your mind? Yeah, I mean, I grew up here. Like, coming here, it's weird. Like, I went to a local deli, 
And this girl, I was like taking my order. She's like, oh my God, it's Adam Kamnatsky. I'm like, I used to go to Delhi like every day when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I mean, I used to come here every day. <laughs> like, what's. It was cool though. I was like, it was very like. Uh, good though. Like, well, that's what they did here. So we'll I give the plug Park Delhi, 209 Nassau Avenue, across from Magogic Park in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It's closed on Sundays. So Rodney comes, and I'm like, Rodney, I need you to talk Polish to the lady and just see if she would be, once we drop your name, dude, I'm going to start dropping your name in every place around here. I'm going to have every, I'm going to get lower rent. I'm going to get new cars. She's like, He's, Adam's coming? We'll do it. So I'm first moved to the States, actually lived around the corner. You, Russell, yeah. Oh, you lived over here? Yeah. Did you ever come here? Uh, I don't remember. Why wouldn't you come here? I probably did. Do you not like Park Deli? I, then I grew up on Greenpoint, uh, on uh, Greenpoint Avenue and Eckford. So okay. The other side of Greenpoint. Hey. But a couple of fist fights in Nagoya uh, Park. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tell Will about your first ever date. We did it on the last episode, but tell him about your first ever date with your girl. So uh, we were in the movies, and uh, my brother, my, somebody texted me, and uh, he's like, yo, somebody kicked me in the club. I was like, all right. And I was like, yo, girl, I'm, I'm right there. So I... <laughs> Told my like a double date, so we told her, "Say, oh, we'll, we'll be right back." And uh, I ended up getting fucking locked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's le- a good way to end it. He leaves his first date with his future wife. Yeah. Leaves, her, he's like, "I'll be right back." Gets into a fight, gets arrested next door because he was at a Polish club. Gets arrested. Yeah. Was she your one phone call? I, I was gonna say, did she? Did you get a second date out of it? Yeah, I mean, married. Yeah, but she, she, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Yo, if you didn't like me, like, you should just say something." Oh, she thought that was that was your route. Yeah. <laughs> Purposely going to get arrested. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Poland and Polish food and stuff, I know you can't. You left Poland when you were seven, so you probably didn't have a like a palate or a big taste of Polish food. You're in Greenpoint, so you know it's a little Poland here. Yeah, yeah, it is. So now, when you go back there, was there any dishes like in Poland that you wished they had out here, or is it the same thing? Well, I wish it was more like there, like everything is like farm raised, so the pigs and like cows or everything like home based. Like, okay. It's very fresh. So I wish that was here, whereas you get it straight from from the cow, like cow's milk and the... And the Which is beyond healthy and beyond. It tastes better. Yeah, t- yeah, the taste is unbelievable. What do you go to Polish foods? Let me hear. A tatar, which what? is like a raw beef. Okay. That, uh, chicken cutlet, of course. Okay, of course. Uh, bigos, pierogi. Okay. And then like the... The polonka, which is a... Uh, <laughs> 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 which is a cake. Why no beer today? I thought we were going to have some beer and some Polish food. Why no beer? I don't drink a lot. Oh, you don't? Really? Really, yeah. Oh, it has nothing to do with the training or anything? You're just no, not a I big just, drinker? Yeah, occasionally, but... Why not? Is it because the last time you drank, you got arrested? Or is no, it... Actually, I didn't drink when I was younger at all. Just, um, I don't know. Let's get over our one issue, because we have one issue between us. See, I thought it was a lot No, one big one. We have a few little ones, okay. but one big one. The big one is you fight Prince Charles Martin. You beat the crap out of him. And you never invited me back. No, no, no. That's not fair. You told me. <laughs> you told me after the fight, I'm going to thank you in the post-match press conference. You didn't say my name. And I know you didn't say it in Polish because I had Rodney there translating. I said it in Spanish. No, you <laughs> How was that fight? Did that fight uh, live up to your expectations? Were you happy with the way you fought in that fight? Yeah, I think I messed up telling him he has no heart. <laughs> the way yeah, because then he wouldn't stop. Yeah, he, the first thing he says to me after the fight is like, "Yo, still think I have no heart." Oh, really? really? Oh, yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, never open my mouth again. No, you're allowed to curse. You guys gotta come. Like, yeah, no, those are your nieces <laughs> and nephews now, Adam. You can curse. <laughs> you know, I actually want to apologize. When we did the last show, I was like, "Hey, listen, is your endurance gonna be okay? Is your stamina gonna be okay?" You completely shut me up because I watched that fight. Not one time did you get tired. 
not one time did you look winded or anything. Your, I guess, training is beyond what I thought it was. So I actually do want to apologize to you because I was nervous about your conditioning because you're not like ripped up. But man, you looked awesome in that fight. Thank you. I don't know. It was close too. I lost. I won uh, 96-94, which was. Oh, I know. I know. I watched it again. Like the worst case, seven three, which I don't know, like where. Well, I want to round away from actually getting a draw. Because Will had a controversial decision in, in his fight too. How do you guys deal with that? Like, as just a fan, I watch. I'm still furious about the fight last night. It has nothing to do with like if I wagered wagered on it or anything. I get like so invested in these fights. You pick uh -huh. a guy, you want them to win. You guys are the boxers. How pissed off do you get when you see a fight 96-94 and yours was 10 nothing those rounds? Just 90. Like, how do you oh, deal with this? <laughs> Rodriguez fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you remember the fight? Yeah. It was on Showtime, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And what, you remember how bad the judges were? Yeah. Like, what? what? <laughs> Is there anything that can possibly be done? Night fight in Connecticut? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Is there anything that can be done? Because that's, like, always the same thing when everyone says boxing, you can never. It goes to scorecard. Score you're like, all right, here we go. We have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. I agree. But what can you possibly do? Well, that's what I'm asking you guys. You guys are the boxers. You just got to knock retired, them out. I retired. I retired. Oh, is that it? So yeah. That's why I punched so much. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why it was hard for me. I wasn't a big puncher. So the amateurs, me and Will came up. I mean, I was... I had two final decisions when I lost. Split decisions, 3-2. In the finals of the Golden Gloves. Like, if I won those fights, I would have been a four-time Golden Gloves champion. Will. Like me. Will. Yeah. Four How many times did you win the Golden Gloves? Twice. Twice? But now it was two split decisions. Which is, oh, which is really? Also like... And now when you go back and watch them, without being biased, do you think you won? I, I could see why they didn't give it to me, but yeah, I think I who'd was you, who, more active. And, who'd you lose to? Uh, Nagy Aguilera and Torham. Oh, and so you're going back, we're actually passing around the plates now. So nothing can be done with the judging. Is, is there any, because, you know, people were saying on uh, ESPN, maybe like, maybe after each round, you do the computerized scoring so the people know the scores. Is there anything you can do? No, you know why, though? What in terms of punches landed? I, I don't know because you, that's BS too. Because that, yeah, that okay. I mean, if a guy lands ten jabs and I land five hard right hands, I should get the round, right? You can't really go by punches landed. That's but that's then punches a, throwing punches landed. It's some guy uh, counting it, so they're like you could throw a lot of shots and it could be all be missed or like just gazing your hands and that'd be as a count punch, you know, as a punch counted. So nothing we can do. No, which is what DeBella tried to do when I fought Rodriguez. He uh. He had the copy box watch my fight. Okay. It, it was a lot of, I guess there was a lot of shit going on with that fight. And people thought it was a big robbery. Uh -huh. He had copy box put out the numbers like the next day and like in the daily news or something saying, oh, he clearly won the fight on a website saying that he clearly won the fight. Look at the punches thrown and landed round by round. That's, it's, that's a bullshit way to, to, have a guy win number one. Number mm -hmm. two, you're pretty much admitting that you thought he probably lost and you're trying to justify how he won. You know what I mean? So going back to my original question, both of you guys, with one of those fights, how do you, like, decompress from that? Like, what can you do? You keep grinding, you know. Oh. Get up, go to, back to work, go back to the gym, keep training hard. I mean, not for, like, well, now I feel like I'm getting, like, some real conditioning, you say. I mean, it's still not my, my end goal, but, like, it's been fights or times where it's like, damn, this is tough. Like, you gotta go to work, train your ass off. It's hard. It's, and then, like, and then the day, like, talking about the uh, Fury-Wilder fight, the fight early on Showtime where uh, Aston Stevens is in a critical condition right now, which is, it, we, we risk our lives. Yeah. I, and then to get robbed by a judge where it could cost us a big next paycheck, 
Like these guys are doing well, but like some younger guys, like Will coming up, that fight couldn't got him a title shot and probably changed his life. Instead, now he got to yeah, go you, back and keep, you know. Because you were saying that, that he got a ward after that, right? No, well, he he fought in a tournament after that, and then he won that tournament. I think he fought a bunch of bums, and then he got Ward a million dollar fight with Ward. I'm not saying I would have got a million dollar fight with Ward, but there could have been something on the horizon where now I kind of have to, you know, it it brings me back three, four steps. Now I got to start from the oh. kind of start from scratch because I wasn't like a huge name, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting my way up there, and now I just get knocked down and got to start start over again. Going back to your last fight against Charles Martin, after you win, you're not a big drinker. How long do you decompress? Like, hey, I won. Do you just disconnect from boxing for how long? Yeah, this fight actually didn't do that, which was a mistake. Like, what do you mean? So after Charles Martin, what do you mean? Like I want, I had like after party, and then like I did like a lot of promotional stuff, and I didn't really get no. Oh time really? Off. Yeah, because I went to Poland, which was supposed to be my time off, but it was like more promotional, more work. Which did, does that burn you out though? A little bit. I felt like yo, next time I definitely got to take a week off, two weeks off, and then go back to work. Now your next fight's January twenty sixth, Gerald Washington. Well, I think he's like 19 and three. I, I wrote down his record, but I don't want to look down at my notes. What made you pick him, or what made you and him like uh, be on a collision course? I think uh, it's a tough fight. I think I'm in line for a title shot. Where I think I'm a favorite in this fight. It's definitely not an easy fight, but uh, like I don't want to risk losing a stupid decision to somebody maybe they're trying to build up or put me against. And it was one of the names that was available because not everybody's always available. Well, that was actually my next question. How does it work now? Does your agent call you up like, hey, we have Gerald Washington and this guy and this guy, who do you want to fight? Or these guys are available, let's make it happen? Something like that, yeah. I mean, right now, it's like, you only got a title shot. But now it's, well, Tyson Fury is taken. Joshua doesn't fight anybody, so. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you got to, all got to plan out timing, you know? You're a heavyweight boxer. You get called out like Joshua did last night, calling him a pussy, calling him a chicken. He was trending on Twitter for being a baby last night. As a man, don't you have to, like, say, I want to fight one of these guys? How doesn't he do that? If, if someone called you <laughs> out. You make $50 million a fight. <laughs> I don't think you really care. Was there any possibility of you being on the undercard last night? Because there was another heavyweight, uh, Ortiz, fought on the undercard. Right. Was there any consideration for you? Because that would have been a big showcase for you. I was too early, like I said. Uh, I'm on my own path, and uh, I'm not in a rush nowhere, you know? So if this was, just say, the Tyson... Um, the Fury Wilder fight was in January. You might have been on the undercard? Yeah, probably. I wrote down the rankings. So I did my homework. You ready? <clears throat> Ring Magazine has you ranked 7. Box Rec has you ranked ninth. ESPN 10th. And TBRB is 8th. In my heart, you're number 2. On paper, you're a top 10 fighter. Do you see yourself maybe fighting one of the top 4 or 5 guys? Yeah, just hopefully. I mean, that's the goal, right? Do you see that maybe after this fight, if you win, you'll be 19 and 0? Do you see yourself maybe a title match? Yeah, title match, maybe one more fight. The ball depends on who, how, if the else lines up. With uh, with Joshua's fighting, uh, Joshua's fighting in April, and then uh, probably going to lead into the Tyson Fury Wilder rematch. So, so no chance. You have no chance with Joshua for Jan- if you're fighting in January. April is way too quick yeah, for you, right? Right. Way too quick. All right. What food do we have in front of you right here? Vigos, pierogi. Wait, ex- explain it. We're going to talk about it. I want to hear you as we eat it. Test my real Polish, huh? Yeah, we know. I told you we're not playing around. We went real local Polish food here. So, like, what do we got in front of you? Well, tell so us what we got, we got first. Go on back, which is uh, stuffed cabbage. Exactly. Jump in, Rod. Help us out here, Rod. Yeah, pierogi with ruska, right? That's right. Okay. Ruska pierogi. That's with potatoes and cheese. Okay. And 
got a chicken cutlet. My favorite. Nice. What else we got? This is, uh, chicken cutlet to Polish? That's news to me. Yeah, I'm excited. I thought it was Italian. <laughs> it's a big uh, Polish meal, actually. Yeah, it's huge. And then uh, this is... It looks like salmon, oh, onion. Awesome. Yeah, this is a. Uh, it's like a pancake. All right, so you want to take the mics off? We'll eat, and then we'll finish up the episode. Does that sound good? Yeah, perfect. Yes. All right, we just finished eating. Rodney, tell us all the food we had here at Park Deli. So we had uh, uh, some Polish kielbasa with uh, sauerkraut, bigos, which is sauerkraut. Okay. Then we had some uh, Polish potato pancakes, uh, different pierogies, uh, one with a uh, uh, potato cheese and the other one with our sauerkraut and mushrooms some stuffed cabbage uh some chicken cutlets and we also had uh some uh eggplant parmesan which isn't polish but yeah <laughs> what's that thing right there with the salmon and onion on it yeah so that's a potato pancake it's pretty much a uh, flattened out uh potato that they fry um and put some salmon and uh onions on top that was delicious good stuff good stuff you're a polish dude was this kind of home cooked for you oh this is authentic home cooked legit authentic it is I think so. What do you think, Adam? Agreed. Like, you couldn't tell the difference? Like, obviously, yeah. we're in a place. It's obviously, mouth food. food. Really? Yeah, it was good. Is there anything on this table, not that you didn't like, that you, um, like, what is your favorite meal that we didn't have here? Like, what's one thing you love that you didn't have? Yeah, probably the tartar. And that, oh, the, the, the uh, raw beef. Okay, let's get, just order some tartar fries. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. All right, so while we were eating, you were talking to Will about one of his fights. What'd you ask him? Oh, uh, so uh, my friend, like, so I know uh, Joe Smith, I was the last sparring with. They sparred one time in uh, Belmore Kickboxing Academy. Okay. And Will was looking real good. And then they fought, and uh, Will didn't win. So I was like, what happened? Was that controversial, or did you lose-lose? No, I lost. Uh, I think it was closer than the judges had it, but whatever. Lost the loss. Uh, Joe's just a big dude. I mean, he probably walked around 190. And it's tough for him to make 175. There's a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't really know about, like contractual weight. You know, like we were going back and forth to up to like a week before the fight because what negotiating a weight? A weight, yeah. So for whatever reason, most contracts are signed pretty far in advance. You know, because they get everything set. I mean, at my level that I was at, it wasn't like uh, there was a lot of money up for grabs. We had to figure out a lot of stuff, but. The weight class and, and, and stuff is and the money is the two main things that we fo- we focus on at that point. Uh, and probably about a week before the fight, we were still going back and forth on what weight he can make. So I, I fight, my best weight is 168. His best weight is 175. They wanted to make the fight for whatever reason that I still kind of don't understand, but it is what it is. And so we met, I said I'll meet him in the middle, 170, 171. They didn't want to do that. Now we want to make it 173. And it sounds ridiculous because it's two pounds, but that's huge. And even for him, I, I, I don't remember the contract at weight, but for him he had a lot of trouble. I could tell he had a lot of trouble making that weight because he was, he was drained at the weigh-in. So just imagine what an extra pound or two would have done to him. You know, it's, it's a big difference. And you honestly notice a pound or two when fighting? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and how so? Just endurance-wise and stuff? No, just the the weight of people's punches. It's a big a couple pounds is a big difference. Not only that, it's it's the fact that these guys have to make the weight. Well, doesn't they kill themselves to make the weight to then fight the next day? That you you hit a wall. If you if you're losing too much weight too fast, mm-hmm. you're gonna hit a wall. I'm making 168. It's tough for me. 170, 171, much easier. I could hit 171 a week before the fight. 168, I might have to hit an hour before the fight. So wouldn't going up to 171 help you? 
No, because now I'm just a smaller guy fighting a bigger guy. And he's a big one. He's a big light heavyweight. He's tall, lanky. I mean, he's he's sparring, he's sparring with you, right? He's sparring with Adam. Adam's a, a legit heavyweight that can punch, and he's keeping up with him. You know, Joker so crack too. He got some pop. Really? Yeah. Sparring wise, because you both mentioned sparring. Who are you sparring with now? Because you sparred with Klitschko. Yeah. Who else did you spar with? Uh, Thomas Adamek. Um, How about this fight coming up? <coughs> Have you sparred hit? me? Yeah. <laughs> Will, yeah, you right. keep eyeing him up, Will. Yeah, right. I'll come to the gym and spar. <laughs> not with you, not with you. Why not? I, I, we fight different weight classes. What are you, what are you at right now? 260. Yeah, we see where it Right now, I'm like 187, 188. That's cute. No, no, that's sexy. I'm trying to shred up a little more. Four more pounds. For summer? What? For summer? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't look like I can be sure. I want to do a sparring match. I always wanted to box. Frankie's here. Frankie boxed for the NYPD, and he used to work midnight, so he used to work midnight till late in the morning. So, Frankie, grab the mic. I want to box. I'm like, Frankie, listen, I don't want to like get into fighting. I just want to get into like way, 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 way better shape. For like three days in a row, Frankie, I came to the precinct at like 2.30 in the morning. I woke up. I'm like, dude, let's spar. <laughs> Go tell him how it was. Tell him how it was sparring with me for three days. He's, he's very hyper. That moves all over the place. So I had to incorporate that into his workout. So I was holding the pads for him, holding the bag for him. By the end of, what, the second workout? He couldn't pick his arms up anymore. He's like, I can't throw any more punches. Tell him about the first time I get in there. I start taking pictures. Oh, yeah, he's taking selfies. Oh, <laughs> I'm it's like, so easy on TV, right? So Why did he do this? Why did he do that? Come on, man. Adam, I show up. I'm like, dude, I'm like, listen, I want to talk to you. I'm like, I'm up. I don't sleep anyway. He's like, listen, come, come to work. I take, I, I take meal at 2.30 every morning. So I'm like, all right, bro, I'm going to come get there. Too. I buy all the equipment. I'm like, dude, like, this is no fucking around. I want to go legit. He's like, all right, bro, I'm going to go legit with you. We're like six minutes in. He's kind of like a little nasty. I'm like, no, dude. He's like, no, listen. If we're going to do this, you're wasting my time now. So I'm like, all right. He turned around. I'm trying to take a selfie. He's like, yo, put down the camera. No selfies. I'm like, all right. I'm like, first day, I'm like, dude, that honestly wasn't that bad. I was pouring sweat. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling it. I put all the abalene on because I'm trying to get my abs all ripped up. Dude, after the second day, I got a shower. Dude, I couldn't even lift my, I couldn't lift my arms over my head. And I'm standing in the shower like I, 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 I was paralyzed my arms. Like I just got wet. I walked around like a, a wet neck the entire day. And the next day, I'm like, listen, I'm run- are you off tomorrow? He's like, no, I'm here. I'm like, no, I think you, no. <laughs> and that was it. I slowly, my boxing career died off that day. And it bothers me because you just mentioned how you want to, like, start working out again. Dude, it's the best workouts ever. I know. We got to get back in the gym. We should do it together. Only for two days. Yeah. That's well, all he got. Well, out I peak. Him. That's when I peak. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually when I peak. All right, so let me hear. Have you been in touch with Klitschko? Because I'm trying to get him on my show. No, I haven't. Why not? I don't know. Last time we talked about it, you said you were going to get me a guest, Jarrell Miller. Why didn't you get him on the show yet? You haven't been in contact. You have ignored me. Like, yo, we're going to show up, come here, and that's it. Like, well, I feel, I feel bad like hitting you up as much as, like, after the fight, I hit you up, I congratulated you. Right. You wrote back, thank you. And I was kind of waiting for you to be like, hey, maybe let's oh. And nothing went from there. Right. <clears throat> Where do you see yourself if you win January against Washington? 19-0, uh, hopefully 15 knockouts. And uh, step closer to a title show. We were just talking, Will and I, because he fought Kelly Pavic out in California. Yeah. All your fights have been local. Is there a reason for that? Or is that is it just more convenient? Is, is it because the Barclays Center wants you? Because you get a huge Polish, like, every everyone's there wearing the red Adam Baby face shirts out there. Is that why you want to be out there? Uh, or? Yeah, I think that's a big uh, part of it. And I like to fight here, you know. I grew up in Greenpoint, so it's fun, like, fighting for my fans, family. Who's on the undercard of that fight? Do you know any, any other big fights on that or not yet? 
Oh, the main event is uh, Keith Thurman and uh, Lopez. Oh, that's a big fight. It's coming back. And then the, the, on the undercard, I, I don't know. You had a main event? A uh, coming event. Nice. Thurman is huge. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Are you excited? Yeah, very. When do you start getting into... It's funny. So my first fight actually in Barclays, I was um, a swing bout. So I fought after the main event. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, a swing bout? I don't know what that is. I was going to say, he's not going to know what a swing bout is. <laughs> well, no, no, so no I, I know. To tell to the guys who aren't boxers here. Tell them what a swing bout <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's basically when there's TV time, if there's a lot of quick knockouts, then they'll swing you to right after the quick knockouts if they're just trying to fill the space before the main event. But if there's not, and they fill up the TV time, you swing to after the main event when everyone's leaving. No, and, uh, no, no you're way. The, you're the poor asshole that's fighting the other guy when everyone's walking out of the place. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was me. <laughs> wait, wait, who was the main event? Uh, I think it was Chris Algieri and uh, Amir Khan. Oh, our buddy Chris Algieri, one of yeah. our closest friends. So Chris Algieri, who he fought two nights ago. Yeah. He's back. Are oh, you were there? Yeah. I was going to say I was there. Yeah, the Paramount. <laughs> I'm like, I was there, me, Danny Jacobs. But if you were there, I actually wasn't there. I was going to. Get tickets, but they were like 50 bucks. I wasn't spending that much money. So Algeria fights. The fight's over. And now, do they even like announce you or you just walk into the well, ring? No, I have my fans. So like, there was a big <laughs> crowd of red just that stayed there. You know what's great? There's probably fans like, why are those crazy Polish people just sitting there? Like, Dude, the fight, there's no more fights here. Yeah, they were cheering. Yeah, it was, it was great. But now it's, so it was maybe like, so it was my uh, maybe, what, eighth fight. So that was uh, maybe like 100, maybe 200 people. Now it's up to a thousand, so it's fun. It keeps going and getting bigger and bigger. Going back to what you said, Aston, before, that's why he's fighting local because he puts ass in seats. That's that's the point of boxing. It's just a money thing. Yeah, I mean, mm. the promoter's going to want him on a show local because he knows he'll get a huge fan base. So, of course, they're going to want him local because he sells tickets. Irish McConlin, he fights, he just fought in Belfast. I think he has like 11 and 0, the Olympian. He fights at Madison Square Garden, and he's like, and I'm like, why do you keep coming to. He headlined the garden, the theater. And he was supposed to be at the second fight. The reason is every Irish fan is going there. Yep. So they're making him the main event because a few fights ago, he was the third fight. After he fought, the theater emptied out. Yep. And it looked ridiculous like the, the main event wasn't there. So you think you can be staying local for a while? I think so. I don't see why not. Random. Well, po- yeah. <laughs> well it's messed up. We see the Polish last name, but he's Irish, right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he couldn't Who, really. Irish Will Rosinski. <laughs> when, when I was coming up in the amateurs, I would get. A lot of out of nowhere, the Polish papers will come up to me and start talking to me in Polish. I'm like, ah, wrong guy. <laughs> really? Me. Yeah. They're like, you're not Polish. I'm like, nope. <laughs> they probably hate you. Then. It's like that bastard. <laughs> like, All right, fuck you. <laughs> your, <laughs> your fight's January 26th. I know they're making fun of me because like I try to eat healthy and go into shred mode. Is there a time like a maybe a date you hit when you're like, hey, I'm gonna be super strict with my diet and my training? Is there a certain date you hit that you're gonna go hard? It was supposed to be yesterday, but. Here. Was it really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I fucked I'm, you up. <laughs> now, being good, this is my last fight because uh, I think before my last fight, I put on too much weight. I had to drop like 20 pounds before I fought, and now oh. I'm just trying to not to blow up that big again. So, there's not a time when you just start eating like super healthy, super I shitty? Mean, now, yeah, now it's just I'm really strict. I mean, I, I'm humorous. I want to, I don't got to make weight, so mm-hmm. sleep, like sneak in some bad food. But I'm trying to stay healthy right now. January 26th is your fight at the Barclays Center. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's fine story too. It's my third year in a row fighting in January. But as we know, December is the year where you got Christmas and you got <laughs> New Year's. And guess what? I'm in training camp. Oh, so it ruins it for you. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> and it's three years in a row. So past three years, oh. come come midnight, New Year's, I'm 
jogging around the neighborhood instead of That playing. sucks. Well, we'll be working, so we'll see you <laughs> jog. We'll pick you up so you can drive around with us. When do you stop engaging in premarital sex? Uh, ten days. Ten days, and it's nothing. Yeah. Is that really a thing, Will? How long did you go? That's fake. Is it really? It's fake? Yeah. I don't think so. Frankie, you fight. You're, is yeah. Three it, weeks. I'm, I'm 330 pounds. My legs would go like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got little legs. So three weeks. I you go three, three weeks. And will you didn't stop at all? No, that's, I don't. I didn't believe in that. And you and you just go what, believe, yeah. ten days. They, they, yeah. There's actually studies that show. Well, I don't want to sound like no, go, legit, no. but there's stuff that shows that you actually get a boost in testosterone when you release it. Really? Yeah, as opposed to just holding off. I think you feel the same to your legs. Like I feel yeah, like I, my knees. Things, my knees like, get shaky if I get hit. I think it's a mental thing. I collapse on the floor, so I'm not. <laughs> I, uh, guys, I'll go. I get too relaxed. You know, like, oh, this is good. I'm going to fight. Yeah, I'd lay down. I'd have a beer. <laughs> it's have like a cigarette, you know? Like <laughs> it's some, can someone wake Adam up in the locker room because he's having a beer. He's watching TV. <laughs> if you fight in January and you win, do you have a date when you want to fight again? Uh, probably, uh, well, my brother's wedding is in June. Oh, God. So we were talking about I don't drink. Well, <laughs> I'm going to drink that day. <laughs> Where's he getting married? Back in Poland? Right or here, here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Dream fight would be in Poland, or do you want to like, his dream fight out in Vegas? Um, winning in Vegas and first title defense in Poland. Any dream fight you have right now? Like right now, a dream, a dream fight. Forget about the money aspect of it. Like, because obviously, oh, Wilder Fury, I'll make the most money. Is there a dream guy you want to fight that you match up with that would just put your name up there higher? It probably Wilder Fury because they're the top dogs right now in the heavyweight division. I got a question, real quick. Did Fury surprise anybody from watching his last fight to this fight? Because he surprised me. I didn't think he was going to come out the way he came out. I thought he was going to get knocked out, to tell you the truth. I, th- I, mean, I did too. Put on, he was 400 pounds, sorry. 400 pounds and yeah. coke and <laughs> all that stuff. I don't want to say I told you so, but I, I, said, I said I think he's going to win a, like a majority decision. Yeah. I thought he was going to box his ass off. And I have the timestamp on Facebook to prove it. That I said it before the fight. <laughs> one, one quick question, getting away from the heavyweights. How do you feel about Pacquiao Broner? I like Pacquiao. 100%. Are you guys just saying that because my girlfriend's here and she's Filipino? Oh, no, I love Pacquiao. I think, he, I think he's going to wash Broner easy. Really? Yeah. Beautiful. He's an underdog. Isn't he the underdog? Who? Isn't Pacquiao the underdog? Maybe because of his age, he's going to beat his ass. He did good his last fight against Matisse, right? Maybe because of last night, but now I'm looking... Lomo Checo's fighting next week. The week after, um, who's fighting in the garden? Uh, Canelo's fighting. Then Pacquiao's fighting. Is it me or is it just that maybe bigger fights are happening now? Or is it just a good maybe month in boxing? Because it seems like every week now there's kind of a big fight. Yeah, I think you guys just got a lot of talent all at once. Yeah, promoters are doing a job. They're putting on good fights. You know? The welterweight division's strong right Stacked, now Stacked, right? Well, who else is coming up in the welterweight division? Uh, Bud Crawford. He's welterweight, right? Crawford, uh, uh, L. Spence, Spence, Thurman, Sean Porter. I mean, it's a Stacked. Because it just seems like every time I go on and see like upcoming fights, there's just monster fights happening all the time. Yeah. But it was good. Like since PBC came out, they like promoted boxing. Like they, and like a lot of these fighters are coming up now, and it's good, you know. It's fun now. Like it's not like you have to wait five months for a good fight. Now it just seems like every weekend there's there's solid fights on. Next the UFC too. I think they like told the promoters to step the game up and promote us fighters better. Money. Why don't, let me ask you for real. I know we've been but j- That's what happened with, actually with PBC. Like, first it was like, oh, they're making these bad fights, but they needed to promote these guys to become superstars. Okay. We have like the 
the welterweight division with now like Dan Garcia, big name, Keith Thurman, big name, Errol Spence, big name. Like these guys are big names now because they were fighting God was there on TV and then they got promoted. Which I think you gotta invest some money in order for it to come back to make these big fights. Who is the one other heavyweight that's uh, Lucas Brown? You a fan of Lucas Brown or no? He's calling me out too. All these guys are calling me out. I'm well, that's the funny thing. Luke, I feel like the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, like, well, I want to fight him instead. Who is, who is that? He's he's Australian guy or New yeah. Zealand. Yeah. He's a monster, but he's a little might have I don't want to say. He seems out there a little bit. He's calling out everybody, but didn't he say something to you on Twitter or something? Yeah, so he called me out a couple times, and I was like. And is there any? Because he's a monster too. He's what, like six, 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 yeah, seven. Six, seven, like two eighty. All tattered up. All, dude, he looks. He looks like me. I have a like a, a better face and a better jaw. Any chance you would fight him? Because that's because yeah, because he, he's yeah, a said, he's a big name. Yeah, for sure. He was a former. I think he was like a regular WBA champion. So uh, beating him would be good. Yeah, because I saw him on Twitter. Because I, I I think last night I did a quick search on you on Twitter, and all these other boxes they just keep calling you out. Champion, huh? Hey, let me, let me ask you, it might, be, it, it might be a little controversial, and if you don't want to answer it, we can always edit it out. You being a good white boxer, do you buy the hype of just say Wilder or Joshua, that they want to pit maybe black and white, that they might push you up a little higher because you're a white guy and that might sell a little more, or no? Well, i got to win if, right? Yeah. And I've been doing that, like, not for nothing. I mean, I beat Spirica, which was a former uh, title contender. Mm-hmm. He, did, he was doing well against Wilder until he got caught with that big right hand. Then uh, I beat Charles Martin, former world champion. I mean, look, who did Wilder fight before he got a title shot? Do you know? Like, do you even know a name that he, on his resume that he... No one, really, right? Frankie? I mean? Like, I think I'm legit. Like, I'm taking a hard way. I'm, I'm not having easy fights. Um, no. You didn't answer before. Do you ever check the rankings? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Do you? Do you get upset, like, that one has you at six and one has you at ten? I mean, it's politics, it's, you know what you're getting into, so... You always want to be top 10, though, right? Oh, one. Okay, promote promote your fight. Uh, can people still buy tickets? Well, the tickets... Um, uh, I think they were on pre-sale last week. I'll have tickets personally next week. Hit, hit my brother up. Uh, oh, yeah, give the yeah. plug. We'll put that in the beginning of it. Yeah, send me up on uh, AK Babyface on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Adam Komnatsky. I, th- I think you should spell that. It's not the comic <laughs> spell. I would spell that. K-O-W-N-A-C-K-I. Will you plug in anything? No. Nope. Well, thank Park Deli, located Greenpoint, Brooklyn, 209 Nassau Avenue, across from McGoldrick Park. Christine opened the store just for us today. Adam, Rodney, Rodney doesn't have a mic. Adam, just came back from Poland. Tell me how good the food was here. The food was amazing, uh, especially the Bigos. It was good. And uh, I recommend everybody come here and try it out. Final question. Maybe it changed since last time. You and I go to a bar. You're only going to have one beer or two beers. Who's the coolest dude in your phone? That if we went through it right now, if you text them, they would text you right back within an hour. Oh, probably, uh, what's the last time? I think you said Jarrell Miller last time. Right, so I think it will be uh, probably, well, for Polish people, Artur Borut, which is a soccer player. Like we hit it off kind of, I met what, him a couple times. What team is he on? Uh, he plays for a team in England, in the Premier League. What team? Uh, I think Bomber. Okay, okay. Some weird fucking... All right, so not, if we're not at a Polish bar, who, who's the coolest guy on your phone? Probably Miller. Jarrell Miller, that's a good name. You guys are you guys roommates or no? Or were you roommates? Nah, we just we grew up in amateurs since we were fifteen. So we were spawning each other. Where's he live? He <laughs> are you guys on a crash course? Or no. That but that that you go well. That's well, he's with the zone. I'm with PBC right now. But uh, it has to make sense financially, I think. You know, and then like it has to be at for a title shot because I think it's a ten million dollar fight. I agree. It's not worth the fighting the guy, you know. 
But I think it's a ten million dollar fight. You guys spar a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. You you know each other. It's a different fight when you know each other. Like Joe Smith. You know, it sucks. It's weird. Does it suck mentally? Because you can't. You're not going out there for the killer mentality, or you guys know each other too much. You just know each other too much. It's I don't know. It's it's just a different fight. Uh, it, and if it's not worth it, like you know, I got paid not crazy money for Joe Smith. I mean, I, it was all right, but it wasn't worth. I don't know the risk really. You know, I don't know. Fighting somebody you know is not worth it unless it's a title fight, and you you're both making. That's how you see it. Many though, figures. But I feel that's. If we keep going the way we're going, that's it has to happen, you know. Well, I mean, that's why I wanted to ask because it just seems like you guys are cool like that. I feel like that's yeah, it's exactly what, just like you said. If, if it, the money's right and it's for a title, something prestigious, then yeah, other yeah. than that, it doesn't make sense. My friend, absolute pleasure. Did you have fun? Yeah, always. Did I really enjoy having you come on? And you always come on. You start off very uh, quiet and intimidating, and then you open up. <laughs> Do you get nervous in front of the mic? A little bit. Do you really? Because you come in, you're joking around, you laugh, and then all of a sudden you're like. All right, yeah, I was just in Poland. Yeah, I met the president. Like, he was so, like, <laughs> calm, cool, and collected. Adam, pleasure, bro. Okay. I'm coming to your fight in January. Awesome. I kind of either want you to wear a shirt that says the Mike Sappho podcast or maybe a point up to wherever your seats are. How about we do that? All right, let me know what seats you get. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever seats you give me, those are the seats I'm sitting in. I can't afford the seats. All right. <laughs>